0: What's going on, guys? Zane here with Everything Vibe. I want to welcome you back for another episode. As usual, I'm joined by Ronnie. Ronnie, how you doing, man?
1: I'm doing well. Uh, finally finally back back here. So, how are you?
0: I'm doing good. I uh, just want to apologize to the listeners. I know we did not have an episode last week, and uh, that was unfortunately due to uh, a family emergency for you, so schedules did not align. But hoping everything is, is uh, going all right for you and your family now, man.
1: Yeah, no, it's... Another another week, I guess. So but yeah, thanks. Thanks for the thanks for the uh, the, the, the kind words.
0: No, no problem. So, well, uh, let's let's go on to a lighter topic and uh, talk VR. How about that?
1: Yeah, let's uh, let's go. What's <laughs> what's on the agenda for today? So
0: what's on the agenda? We got some news. Well, just one real main news item. And then we'll go into game talk, which I'm excited to get into today. Uh, Before we do that, though, this is the first episode of August, and we are giving away that $20 Steam gift card. So um, our randomly drawn winner for this week is – and drumroll, please. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I had it saved on my phone, but now it's not. (laughs) Well, this is – This is awkward. Just about
1: everything tonight has not been planned. I know.
0: It's been been a rough day. Rough day Yeah, for actually,
1: Yeah, literally right before we got on this call, my computer just shut down and will not reboot. I have no idea why.
0: Yeah, you were saying it was a motherboard issue, right?
1: I'm guessing either that or the power supply. It's really strange. I really have no idea what could have happened. It just randomly turned off and now it's not turning back on so nice. like i said i it's i in all the years that i've been messing with computers i've never seen this happen like this just because i didn't really change anything and it just randomly stopped working so i'm going to have to i'm used to you know messing with stuff and then causing problems but when you're not really doing anything it's kind of a little bit unnerving but we'll see after that i have like a, i have a spare power supply that i can try to see if because yeah. right now there's literally no no lights nothing that's 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 uh that's turning on so um and i've i tried i switched like i i i tried i moved the computer and tried using a different power cable um and it's still not doing anything and i tried you know so We'll see. I'll, all right, well, good I'll luck. I mean, for,
0: for someone like me, whenever, uh, whenever my computer stops working, I, I usually call someone like you. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like you're the right person for the job. But okay, we'll enough, enough uh, with the digression. I apologize, guys. I have the name now. So the ran- randomly drawn winner for the month of August is uh, Najim Yakubs. And uh, so we will be shooting you an email uh, to let you know that you've won and to give you all the... Steam gift card that you deserve, uh, and for those and for those who want to enter, this is an ongoing giveaway that we do. It's the beginning of every month, the first episode of every month. Uh, all you got to do is leave a, I'm sorry, oh my gosh, you got to leave a review on iTunes. Take a screenshot of it and send it to contact at everythingvibe.com and actually let me. Clarify that not just iTunes. We are accepting Stitcher now. So if you leave a review on Stitcher, you can go ahead, take a screenshot, send it to contact at everythingvive.com There is a uh, or there are some instructions in the show notes. My goodness, this is going to be a rough episode, Ronnie. I say I, say- uh, I can.
1: I I already <laughs> feel it. I felt it before before we started recording. I'm feeling it even more now. It's just one of those things. I, I'm just looking forward to the
0: weekend, to be honest with you. Me too, me too. All right, well let's let's power through. We do have some good news, uh, and that is regarding uh, the the main news item for today, which is about TP-CAST. And it's been it's been radio silence for the most part uh, when it comes to wireless solutions. I really have not heard much, except in the last week, I saw some uh, articles popping up online about TP-CAST. Which was the I think the front runner for a lot of the um, for a lot of those different solutions that were out there. I think they were working directly with HTC. But now mm-hmm. we're finding out that uh, the TP cast, I guess both the transmitter and the battery pack were approved by the FCC. So it sounds like uh, if they were waiting on approval that that is what was causing the delay to to mm. ship here in the u s because uh, obviously we've been hearing reports about that out in China. Uh, neither Ronnie or myself have got our hands on one, but from the reviews that we've seen from other people posting, uh, it does mm-hmm. seem to work very well, actually, is what I'm hearing. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to get my hands on that as soon as it gets uh, stateside. So um, that being said, uh, what are your thoughts? Have you heard anything else on wireless solutions? Uh, like I said, for me, this is the first that I've heard in quite a while. Um,
1: yeah, no, same. And, and I mean, it's one of those things I feel like, some of the momentum in the in the recent weeks have been uh, ha- have been towards the the standalone sets that's, that are starting to kind of pop up here and there. And I, I know you and I kind of briefly mentioned you know the fact that uh, HTC is going to be working on a standalone product in China. Um, so I think some of the momentum has gone towards some of those kits. But for those all of those users out there that have current vibes and and uh, you know we're all really excited about the the wireless solutions and and you know i i can't wait to see you know once it does get released here um what you know how easy it's going to be to set up and all of that i i'm definitely really excited about it so
0: yeah no me too i, I you know i've been thinking about it recently though I, and not not that i i do as much research or stay uh, or i do as much research around oculus stuff but I have sure. not heard anything in regards to like a wireless solution for Oculus and I I no. know that some of the third party ones that were coming out would be compatible for both but mm-hmm. um you know with Facebook announcing just you know you're alluding to a lot of the the standalone headsets that they've mentioned with with Facebook announcing a $200 headset coming out next year I'm wondering if if the Rift is also already like a uh, you know something that's like outdated for for them, and they're no longer going to be focusing on it as much. You know what I mean? If that new, if that new two hundred dollar headset is going to be uh, their their primary focus, or you, you know what I mean? Like, it's just I'm I'm curious to see where this wireless solution is going to go. But I, I mean, do you have any thoughts? Like, I, I feel like we're still maybe at least a good year, no, I'd I'd say two years before Gen two really starts to. Uh, or at least the talks for Gen 2 really start to heat up. Uh, Just because, you know, the the president of HTC was talking about a product life cycle. He didn't mention years, but it would be between consoles and between smartphones. So I think we were generally looking, you know, about the three-year mark would be the average or, like, kind of the the in-between. So, with it coming out in 2016, or, you know, with the vibe coming out in 2016, well, actually, both consoles coming out in 2016, it being 2017 now, you know, we're not expecting anything next year in terms of, like, a a Gen 2. I feel like that might be 2019 or 2020. But, you know, it's... I'm just curious if, if, like, they're just going to wait to have the wireless kind of be part of that next... Yeah, and I'm talking strictly uh, face, Facebook and Oculus right now, uh, and not HTC, yeah, yeah. because obviously, you know, TP-Cast is still coming out and is a big thing, and I think for everybody who has a sunk cost in Gen 1, we all want TP-Cast, you know, unless unless the the new headset will be considerably cheaper and just as good, uh, I, I think we'd all probably want to get our hands on TP-Cast, at least in the next couple months.
1: Yeah, no, I, I totally agree, and and I mean, as far as, yeah, as far as Facebook, I'm not really sure. I mean, for them, I feel like since they don't have room scale, uh, being wireless isn't as helpful as it would be with the Vive. So I don't know if that's that a good maybe point. has... Yeah, I, I don't know if that has some, some factors just in terms of it doesn't seem like it would be as, as much of, an, of, a, of, of, I guess, a feature that's in demand for that, that current uh, user base. But, I mean, regardless... Um, I think, I think it'll also be interesting just in terms of like figuring out whether it makes sense to add something or not. I mean, the Vive seems like it's a little bit more modular in that sense in terms of being able to kind of, you know, strap things onto it and take things off. And they've, at least HTC has shown the capacity to do that with some of the products that it's released, like the trackers and, you know, the premium headset and these types of, of products showing that they're kind of willing to expand. I mean, other than, you know, the introduction of the touch controllers and technically a third sensor, um, which I don't really think really caught on, um, there hasn't really been that same type of, uh, of movement on the Oculus side. So it might just be one of those things where you see kind of different approaches, uh, more peripherals in one, uh, you know, platform versus the other. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we'll... We'll just have to wait and see, and, and I think it'll be interesting to see what some of the, how these standalone headsets actually do compare to the to the uh, high end, uh, you know, virtual reality systems that are out right now. Um, the you know the the Vive and the Rift are kind of you know in their own uh, you know in their on their on their own level right now, um, along with PlayStation VR. I would say you know closely behind. So it would be curious I'd be curious to see you know whether these standalone products, besides the fact that they'll be all all in one, if they really bring anything else to the table other than that, um how closely they'll compare to you know the wired counterparts that we're enjoying today and then and then based on that, we might you know perhaps get a sneak peek on where some of the some of the future of these platforms will go but um, but yeah, so. So I mean I think once we see we see those headsets come out, we'll kind of get a better sense of whether we think they're actually going to be replacements, and there won't really be a need for for figuring out wireless tech, uh, you know, ways of of connecting headsets with computers and all of that. Or if they really don't, you know, do the sufficient job of replacing a computer, because if they don't then I would absolutely imagine, at the very least, the next gen, you know, the Vive 2 or the Rift 2 that's meant to connect to a computer would have to be wireless at that point if people are really used to it, I think. And that's when you would see it integrated, but I don't know.
0: It's interesting yeah. stuff. No, it, it is, and just to kind of touch upon uh, the the other news item for this week, which was almost like a throwaway item that we weren't even sure if we were going to cover. But I think you already kind of alluded to it. But that new that uh, the standalone headset for the Vive is actually only going to be available for China is what they're saying initially. Um, there's no price point given, but if you're con- going to compare that with what Oculus is promising for 2018 next year with a $200 headset that'll be standalone and have it you know, inside out tracking and all that. I, you know, it's, it's gonna be tough, at least for us here stateside. I'm not, you know, the VR is a worldwide thing, so I'm not gonna say that we're at a disadvantage overall, but um, my, my thought process, and, and let's, let's just get a, a little hypothetical here. <clears throat> and uh, right now, what's the main thing that the Vive has over the Rift, in your opinion?
1: I mean the main thing would be the tracking technology and room scale.
0: The tracking technology and, and room scale. I agree 100%. That's a that's the answer that I was expecting from you. What if <laughs> <laughs> what what if in these Gen 2 models um, you know specifically for Oculus what if they can both achieve the same level of tracking for you know inside out or inside out tracking so therefore they both become somewhat room scale. That levels Mm -hmm. the playing field quite a bit, which which actually has me a little worried because if Oculus and Facebook can come up with that and offer it at a two hundred dollars price point, like uh, like what they're announcing or at least what they're hoping for, um, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say that's a Vive killer, but I'm going to say that it's going to be hard to beat the Vive at that, or it's going to be hard to beat at that point, you know, and try to sell people on an eight hundred dollar tethered solution that needs to be hooked up to your computer
1: yeah no, I mean, fair enough. I mean, unless unless the eight hundred dollars solution is is quite a bit better in terms of I, I don't know. yeah, it'll be interesting. because because like you said, that's assuming that everybody gets inside out tracking and and is able to do room scale. and And if that's the case, I'm not sure that necessarily the price points of all of them will be the same, you know, at that stage. Like I would imagine Oculus not being able to get the price that low perhaps HTC would recognize that they need to be a little bit more competitive uh, when they're releasing new products so maybe they would try to you know equal, like they would try to enter the market at a very similar price point. I mean right now I think we're seeing you know the big disparity between the vibe and the risk mainly because you know probably HTC doesn't really need to move as many units as as, as Oculus does I'm not really sure exactly what motivated them to be able to lower it as much as they have been or what what allowed them to do that i'd probably have to do a little bit more research on that
0: you're besides. talking about oculus right
1: yeah yeah and I, and I don't really think that i haven't really seen anything out there like explaining how they were able to do that i mean were they selling the headsets at a huge profit before and now they're 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 willing to not make so much money on them or are did they did they find a way to lower costs in manufacturing? To the point where they're able to, and and is there some kind of is there a way to make the Rift a lot cheaper as opposed to the Vive? Like it, these are all questions that I just don't know the answers to. So, so looking looking ahead, when you know new technologies like Inside Out tracking and all of that will be available, I just yeah I, I think there's just too many factors to know whether the prices would be. I, I would expect the prices to be more comparable at that point if we were looking at new new hardware but i don't know who's who's to say so
0: yeah that's that's a good point i mean we don't really know but can, can you clarify one thing for me and i'm, I'm just mm-hmm. gonna plead ignorance right now when they say inside out tracking mm-hmm. uh, i mean is that that i, I would assume that's like it, not no longer tethered to the computer no that's no longer like that's Or i'm sorry when they say standalone and inside out tracking is yeah. that is that kind of interchangeable I guess
1: uh, it's not, it's not quite interchangeable. So standalone, I mean, the way I would explain it would be that standalone referring to, uh, you know, the device itself, having the computer or the, you know, the, the device within it to power itself. So like, for example, rather than needing a computer that is connected through wires or a cell phone that's placed in the front of some kind of a mold, um, this would be an all-in-one unit. So it would basically have all of the components built into the headset to actually run the software. So so that's so the way I would describe all-in-one is essentially it's a headset and a device to run the games and the software all built into one 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 unit. And then as far as the tracking, the inside-out tracking goes, that really refers to how it's able to uh, figure out where it is in 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 space in the room. So you could you could ostensibly have an all-in-one unit that did not have inside out tracking and in order for it to still have like room scale capabilities for example, you would have the 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 all-in-one unit, but then you would still have to have trackers in the room and the headset would would figure out where it was, you know, based on those trackers. Or in the case of the Rift, you know, vice versa, it would be, you know, the. I mean, you really couldn't have a wireless Rift using its current tracker technology. I don't think.
0: Gotcha. Um, okay. No, that was cause
1: it because it's the reverse. But, but, like for the vibe, for example, you could have a, a, an all-in-one headset, and the headset would just use the, the the lighthouses to figure out where it was in the room. If you have built-in, uh, if you have You know, inside-out tracking. Basically, what that does is it it makes it so you don't have to have the trackers. So the the headset the headset um, is able to, from within, using hardware that it has built into it, is able to basically see the room around it and and determine where it is without the need of any kind of external sensors.
0: Gotcha. Okay, that was actually a fantastic explanation. Uh, You know, I never really just. Thought about it, but every time I yeah, see yeah. those two, those two concepts together, I would always kind of like use them interchangeably. But the way that you explained it makes a lot more sense now. Um,
1: yep, yep. So I mean, okay. I, don't, I doubt. I mean, I, I, I suppose uh, HTC could release a Vi- like a, a version of the Vive that was that used uh, the lighthouses, um, but was an all-in-one unit. Like I could see that possibly being an option for them. But like I said, I, I don't think Oculus really has that option. So either they, they lose fidelity in tracking, like they would, they would, you know, it would essentially be like one of the old like dev kits where it doesn't really have a, an out, you know, like I'm, I'm trying to think of what the axis is, but it wouldn't have, it basically would just be a lot like, like a Gear VR in a sense. It, it wouldn't have any, any, any way of knowing where it was in, in space um, or they would use inside out tracking and it would be a completely different system altogether. So.
0: Gotcha. Okay, cool. Cool. Well, I will, I will keep that in mind when doing future, uh, readings and research. Um, yep, yep. appreciate, appreciate the explanation. Um, cool Matt. Well, let's, uh, that's all I had for news. Um, I'm ready to jump into game talk if you are.
1: Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. I, I think we both had, had, had played some cool stuff this week. So
0: yeah. Um, you want me to go first, or you wanna flip a coin? How, I, we always I I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean I can go first, um, and I think you had actually played uh, played the game that that I played as well. So I mean we can kind of both jump in and talk okay. about it, or if you want to.
0: Well, here, fine. Okay, since so, since that's the case, let's I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and go first, and then we can we okay. can dive into uh, your game afterwards. Um, Sounds good. So the game that I played this week was VTOL, V-T-O-L, is how it's mm-hmm. spelled. I'm not sure if you, if you actually say it out like that, VTOL, but that's just what <laughs> I've been calling it. Uh, V-T-O-L, it uh, stands for Vertical Takeoff and Landing. And um, if uh, if you haven't already figured it out, it is a flight simulator game and it is seated. So let me start off right off the bat and say that I am not really a fan of either of those. I, I've never really gotten into the whole flight simulator thing, and I, you know, when I have a vibe that has that can do room scale, playing seated experiences have to be really, really awesome in order for me to uh, you know come away being like, yeah, that's worth it in VR. And I, I gotta say, this this one kind of changed my mind. Um, Vital was, it, it, it delivered. It's got fantastic reviews all over Steam. And uh, it's, let me see, the best way that I can describe it, uh, or the, the game that it reminded me most of, which is another game that we spoke fondly of, um, both uh, you, uh, UI and Damon, uh, was Iron Wolf VR. You remember that one?
1: Yeah, I do, actually.
0: Um, so imagine, like, Iron Wolf VR, but instead in, like, Flight Simulator. And... and I, apologies if like all flight simulators are like this, but I was blown away by how intricate it was just to start the freaking plane and to figure out how to take off. Um, you know, I spent a lot of time in the tutorials and messing around and playing, um, playing the game really, and just kind of getting a feel for it. But I was actually very surprised and uh, and pleasantly surprised at how much I was enjoying. Like I I, I didn't realize how much time I'd spent in the game. Uh, by the time I got out after my first session, and that was really just going back and forth, trying trying the missions, just going for like free flights and things like that. But um, I, I was I was definitely impressed, and so I, I can actually say that I would recommend this for anybody who is looking for a cool seated experience because I, I don't know that I've come across many that I've been been very happy with or that i've enjoyed but then again yeah. i w- the disclaimer on that is that I, I don't play many of those so um i'd love to be able to get your take on it at some point but
1: yeah no i'll have to try it out i mean in the past like there have been there have been other games that i mean granted i, I haven't played any like flight hardcore flight sim type uh games and i know that VTOL since it does use the vive controllers you don't need like a like a, a hotas or anything like that uh, I know we were talking to Damon about that because he has he has that set up going for him um, with with different types of games, but um, it's definitely one that I could I could try out. So I, I would like to try it to see what I think. It, yeah, because for some people, especially, I mean, I wouldn't say that I'm I am particularly sensitive or anything, um, but I do prefer being able to move around as opposed to being having to sit down just because of the 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 nausea factor not that again not that i'm like overly sensitive but i just feel a little bit more comfortable when i'm able to move around versus when i have to just be moving around with a stick or with with some other type of feedback um but i'll i'll give it a shot to see what i think
0: yeah and it's interesting interesting that you mentioned the nausea factor because not that i was expecting any or i I actually didn't even think about it before throwing the headset on But um, after getting out or, you know, while I was in it, I was surprised that I didn't feel anything. And well, let me let me, I guess, dig in a little bit deeper here, because when I was flying the plane, every time I was inside the cockpit, I didn't feel anything. It actually felt kind of cool because I was able to look around and, and feel like I still had that sense of presence of being inside the plane, but just seated and strapped to the pilot seat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the only time I had any type of nausea factor was when I pulled the eject lever <laughs> and, I'd, and I'd be thrown out and kind of just out in random space or whatever that I was, you know, and, and fall, <laughs> fall to the ground, which, which, of course, come on, when you're in a flight simulator game, you got to do that a couple times just because um, just because you have to. And so. I like I said I, I didn't realize that I didn't have any nausea until I would pull <laughs> until I'd pull the uh, pull the eject lever so not that that really has much to do in the game maybe maybe it does but I I haven't really used it uh, or I haven't gotten to a point in the game where I've needed to really use it it's just nice that they have it there because it feels uh, natural or it feels like it's mm-hmm. uh, authentic but mm-hmm. uh, diving a little bit more into the game itself there's a, a fantastic set of tutorials that actually give you the, uh, not play, the step-by-step is what I'm looking for, like actual step-by-step on how to start the plane, all of the actual mechanics of putting the landing gear down, putting putting the landing gear up, changing the flaps. Um, it's actually very technical. And I know, like I said, I'm, I'm comparing it to Iron Wolf because it reminded me so much of that game uh, in that way. And so I, I, kudos, kudos to the guys who, who those put are, it together. Yeah, those
1: are, yeah, uh, those are good things to, to be able to compare yourself to as far as as far as Lone Wolf goes. So so yeah, that that yeah. actually makes me really, really excited to try it
0: out. Yeah. And, and the thing is, like, you know, I've I've never flown a plane before, obviously, and I've never I've never had an interest in, in piloting. But being there in the pilot's chair, going through and then and then like having my first successful takeoff. I, actually, my first successful takeoff was wasn't too bad. It was it was my first successful landing. Where I remember, you know, palm sweaty, like I'd crashed like three or four times before. And when I finally got, it, I was like, "Oh my God, that was!" It was thrilling in a sense, you know, as as thrilling as thrilling as that could be. But there's this certain sense of accomplishment because it's it's much harder than it seems. And you know, it's it's what they talk about at the or what they were talking about at the beginning of VR. And I think people would always talk about like the the table tennis games or even just like the tennis games and things like that. And it's just like. The simple things that you would actually do in life, and I'm not saying that you know piloting is a simple thing, but the actions are relatively simple. you know, it's like turning on levers in a certain uh, or turning on buttons in a certain order, you know, moving the joystick in a certain way, having the flaps come out or you know change to level one or two and raising the landing gear. It's like the little things like that that really just give you that immersive feel um, in the in the game. And like I said, after going through the tutorial several times and getting that landing, it was that that sense of accomplishment and I, yeah, I I I got out of the game having enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would and and I did go in with an open mind but like I said you know seated experiences flight sims weren't necessarily my thing before this um, but mm-hmm. I know that Vital is definitely a game that I will be spending some time in afterwards or at least you know from here on out. Um, uh, and because it seems like they're they are adding a lot to the game as well um i i'll be honest I, I i don't think i even made it through the first level and that's that's mainly because i didn't know where exactly to go but also i just really enjoyed flying and kind of being free up in the air so um if that can be a compliment in another way uh, it, I mean, you still have to complete the missions, I'm sure, but like I said, I was just having a lot of fun enjoying the mechanics of the game itself. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, that, that makes a lot of sense.
0: So, um, so yeah, that's, that's all I, I really have on it. I'd love to get your, your thoughts on it at some point, but yeah, like I said, no, before, I'll, I'll have to play it soon. Yeah, no, like I said before, you know, for anybody out there who's looking for a cool flight sim game, I think it's going to be hard to top this one, especially with the devs working on a lot of really cool content uh, in the future. So um, that being said, uh, I'm ready for you.
1: Yeah, so so the game I played uh, was Gunheart and I know you had played it as well. So um, maybe we could we could kind of tag team this one and kind of talk about both of our experiences together. Um, but I, I really liked what I was able to play. Um, you know, in the in the time that I spent with it, um, essentially, uh, Gunheart is uh, like kind of a like it's a it's a cooperative multiplayer type game where you're able to get in uh, with 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 your friends and base and and you know go through shooting you know shooting up uh, aliens and 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 generally having a good time. So um, there. You know, the, the things that I would praise about the game, first and foremost, would be its sense of atmosphere, just in terms of, I, I mean, from the beginning, you turn on the game, um, you're in a lobby area that really feels like you're in a real place. And even though I didn't necessarily uh, get a great sense of what the overlying story was from the, the time I spent, I mean, granted, I, I didn't have, I, I had about probably an hour or so, uh, um, you know, with the game. Uh, uh, prior to, to our, our talk today, I definitely want to spend more time on it just to, to get my feet wet a little bit more. But, um, but I just, like I said, like, um, from the, from, from booting it up, I, you just get the sense that everything, um, everything has a cohesive feel to it and it's, it has a great sense of place. And that kind of carried on from that lobby, lobby system where you're in, in kind of a, Uh, like you're in some kind of an an installation, some kind of a base where you feel like, you know, you feel like there's some consistency there to actually going out into your mission. And then once you're in the mission, um, I really like the sense of movement. So it's just, it's a teleportation uh, movement system. Nothing too crazy there. But compared to most games, I felt like I was covering quite a bit of ground. Um, in the in the level that I played, so so it wasn't just you know going back and forth like like some some games that come to mind when I'm talking about this and 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 I don't want to there's it's possible that they've you know changed the maps or updated them since then, but like a game like Quiver, for example, where sure you're moving from kind of uh, location to location um, within the level in order to you know hit certain markers, whatever, um, but in that sense. Like, I, in those kind of games, you feel like you're going back and forth within one kind of fixed environment, whereas in Gunheart, I really felt like the game started me in one location, but then to, in order to actually go through the mission, I had to to move, to make, cover quite a bit of ground. So I was teleporting from platform to platform to platform to eventually find where you know my other uh, teammates were and to kind of... You know, meet meet up with them so that we could continue through, you know, killing the bad guys, collecting the the you know the, the the items that were in the level, and and you know, eventually taking out kind of bigger bosses and that sort of thing. So so I I, I liked that, um, I liked that sense of progression in the environment because I, I like I said it, it it it's immersive in the sense that you know it it combines room scale and that you can move around but but because you're teleporting and you're not really going back to the same spots in the in the level design over and over again uh, you kind of lose yourself in terms of the environment because uh, you do feel like you're you're constantly moving forward constantly seeing new things so you you start to lose yourself in your in your own living room and you start to just kind of buy into the fact that you're you're in this other space within the game world so, 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 so I like that, um, the, you know, the, the shooting mechanics and all that stuff, I wouldn't say that there was anything like particularly, uh, you know, that stood out to me there. Um, I, I did think that the, the aiming was kind of a good balance of making it easy, but at the same time, it didn't feel like it was taking away too much control from you. So like there was a sense that it was kind of auto aiming, especially at distances, um but then it gave you a reticle and kind of also helped you so that you felt like you were actually the one, you know, zooming in on, on what, what you were trying to shoot at and and you know, being 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 a a, a general badass and, in that regard. So so yeah, so those those are just some of my takes. I don't know, what was your experience like when you got got a chance to play it?
0: Well, uh, just quickly on to piggyback on the the gun's mechanics or aiming. Uh, I don't know if you had a chance, but did you ever put the two guns together? I did not. Oh. I noticed.
1: I I noticed that I was able. Like I, I noticed that there were like there were sections of it that were kind of like coming off, and it looked like you could do that. But well, no, I didn't. I didn't do
0: it. It's not. It's it's not even. Uh, I I don't think it has anything to do with like whatever gun you have. But if you put both controllers together, it turns into this like mini gun that you can use, hmm. um, which I I had a lot of fun with. But that's that's a a, a quick little well, I, I don't want to say quick little, but it's it's a it's a cool little tidbit that I feel like they they made use of, and it's something unique to this game at least that from is what really I've cool. seen so far.
1: Just but, curious, how did you how did you figure out to do that? Like, did,
0: um, was
1: there something I missed or?
0: No, you know what? I think I watched the trailer beforehand actually. Uh, and I just saw okay. them do it in the trailer and then like while I was in the game kind of testing things out, it just kind of happened and I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, this is, I, I remember this." I like I didn't go into it thinking like, "Okay, put the controllers together," but as, yeah, soon, yeah. as soon as I did it, it clicked and I was like, "Oh, I remember that from the trailers now" type of moment.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, no, mm. I mean th- that is one thing like I mean when when you mentioned that Again, I I could be wrong because I didn't spend, you know, a ton of time with the game or anything, but um, I didn't see any kind of, you know, easy to under... Like, I I remember at the beginning, you could kind of... Within the lobby system, you could ping uh, things in order to, like, you know, have some brief tutorial-type text dialogues and that sort of thing. So maybe some of that stuff is in, in those places. But in general, I, you know... Like the game is so polished and it is yeah. such kind of a high level that I was kind of surprised that it, it lacked um, e- even the mo- most basic of like those types of automated tutorial systems. So again, I could be missing it and maybe there was a way, but like, I'm surprised that it even let me get away with that for some people that, that that's probably great. And I think some people are going to praise it for that because they didn't have to, you can, I mean, one thing I will say, I mean, I was able to to get in and play a real mission, like, pretty darn quick, you know, without having to worry about any of that stuff. But at the same time, like, you know, yeah, I would have liked to know that I was able to do that. And and if if they were trying to tell me that, I, I must have missed it, so...
0: Gotcha. Yeah I, yeah. I remember the tutorial, like I kind of just skipped over because that's just a bad habit of mine. <laughs> um, yeah. unless, I mean, I, I was just talking about how the flight simulator had a great tutorial, but that's, that's because I needed it. But you know, with, <laughs> with a lot of these other games, like it's, I kind of just like to plug and play, just go in and, and figure it out. Um, as, yeah. as I go along, but, yeah. um, what, what else was I going to say? Oh, you mentioned how like big the levels were. And I think I think that's a great point. There's definitely the sense of scale and progression that you get when you're going through the levels, uh, mm-hmm. which is nice because you know a lot of other games, I'm not saying that that they're lacking in, in any, any regards, and I'm not going to call out any games specifically, but what made this game uh, just feel like a bigger game overall uh, was mm-hmm. the fact that the levels that you were going through seemed like they had so much more. Um, you know, mm-hmm. there's, there are these like big sets, and granted, like you're using teleportation to get around, which I know some people aren't aren't fans of, but I, I mean, I'm indifferent at this point. Um, I actually like teleportation because it allows me to to traverse like great spaces like that at a quick at a quick speed, but without, um, you know, without any. I don't want to say uh, no, I wasn't even going to say nausea, but like uh, it, it allows me to like explore big levels like that without there being the time necessary to actually walk every single step. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so for, for a game like this, I felt like it worked really well. I, you know, I'm not sure if they will be adding, um, adding in locomotion at some point, but for right now, you know, teleportation works well for me and for our people who enjoy it. Like I think you'll, you'll enjoy the game just because it's, like I said, that sense of scale is is really cool and the uh, the other thing that you mentioned was the ping um because these levels are kind of gigantic in a sense um it, it's nice to have that little ping button because it actually tells you like where to go where your your friends are your like multiplayers your teammates where they're at um mm-hmm. and so uh, right right now I think I, I don't know if there's like a i I didn't see any like multiplayer like player versus player like it seemed like it's just like they can join you in the level, which which is pretty cool. I I,
1: I vaguely remember seeing something about PV, a PvP option when I was like starting oh, okay. the mission. But 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 I, I mean that said, I I didn't see how to activate it or how or and I don't really know what that would actually be like when you're playing the game. So that's that is maybe something like I might be I might be misremembering, but I do think I saw something like that just because. I remember when I was trying to figure out how I should load up the first mission I was kind of looking around just like what do I do yeah and I, and I vaguely remember seeing something like that but but yeah I didn't I didn't get a chance to really and I mean me personally I kind of I kind of have more fun with the uh, with the cooperative stuff anyway so
0: yeah no me too and and so the nice thing and I'm not sure if you uh, maybe can shed a light on this but like for me like I just jumped into a game. like there were people in the lobby, but I wasn't yeah. interested in mingling at that point. Like I just wanted to kind of jump into the game, see what it was all about. And so I yep. jumped I jumped into a game and you know, maybe four or five minutes into the level, uh, I got actually startled because I heard someone else's voice and I was like, what the hell is yeah. going on? And then I found out that someone else had just jumped into the level as well and was catching up to where I was. And yep. I I I like that uh, just because it it made it easier to have a multiplayer experience and like I said I, I, it's not that I was avoiding a multiplayer experience I was just trying to get into a game but I, I like the ease of which like people can just join in because you know in several other levels that I was doing after that like I jump in and there were already people in the, in the level or uh, or vice versa. And so mm-hmm. that was nice because, you know, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, you're fighting these creepy little bug looking aliens and that, that <laughs> like to sneak up on you it's when like you're Stars looking the Head other Trimper's way. Kind of. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's a fantastic, that's a fantastic comparison uh, actually. <laughs> but you know, when those things get up up close to you, it's a, it's a little, I oh, don't no. know, it's a little unnerving. Yeah. I just didn't, I just didn't like them all like up in my face, but it's, no, ni- I, it's I nice having some you. backup uh, because I remember I was going through a level by myself uh, at some point and it's just like, there was, Two different ways uh, that I could go, and every time, like I'd start walking one way, like these guys would sneak up on me from the other side, and I'd turn around and be like, "Oh gosh, what the hell?" Um, you know, trying to trying to play cool. But, <laughs> uh, but then, you know, then uh, a couple minutes later, some people join in, and we kind of took both pathways and had each other's back. So again, another another uh, reason to show why multiplayer in VR is cool as hell.
1: <laughs> well, I I think that's a, a good a good place to end. Don't you
0: think? Yeah, no. I, I mean, I I really like the game. I I, w- I would recommend it. You know, it's it's been highly rated. I know that there were some some people talking about, uh, or sorry, so, some reviews weren't as uh, generous. But you know, after playing it, uh, I, I'm I'm a fan of the game. And, and like I said, I think yeah. the biggest thing that I really enjoy is the sense of scale when it comes to these levels. Um, I, I, I think I might've gotten a little bit further along in the storyline than, than you did, but it's, it's not, you know, it's no, no, I don't think anybody's going to play the game necessarily to necessarily for the storyline. And I'm sorry if the, if the devs end up listening, I'm not, I'm not bashing. I'm just saying like, I think the game itself is cool enough to play without the storyline, but there is, there is one there. Uh, that you kind of follow okay. along, but I don't think it's necessary you know completely necessary for you to understand it in order to enjoy the game in fact i'm I i do not think you need to to know what's going on I th- to to enjoy the game at all very cool cool matt well uh with that let's let's go ahead and end this here i we made it through the episode I'm surprised
1: ah <laughs> uh, man yeah one 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 down i guess, and we'll we I actually have a lot of a lot of stuff I'm looking forward to playing for next week so
0: yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, me too. Anyways, <laughs> cool man. Well, enjoy your weekend. Uh, for everybody listening, please enjoy your weekend as well. Stay safe. Stay warm. Um, unless unless it's too hot, I don't know. Wherever you are in the world, <laughs> we hope you're doing well. It's it's summer in the U.S., so you know we're we're doing our best to to stay warm and enjoy the weather here. But um, but yeah, man. Uh, take care. And uh, for everybody listening, uh, tune in next week, and we'll talk to you guys again very very soon.